The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Practical Spirituality Positive Messages This is Unity Online Radio The Voice of an Awakening World Discover hope and healing from the other side. Welcome to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Listen, they're all around you, close as a thought or a memory. Messages of Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. It's already December. I can't believe it, can you? And it's the first Thursday in December, so that means it's Ask Suzanne and Sanaya Day. First Thursday of the month is always a time when you can call in and ask your questions about metaphysics, spirituality, the afterlife, mediumship, questions that would uh, appeal and apply to everybody that's listening, not the personal questions that I would answer in one-on-one sessions, but whatever you've been asking and don't have an answer to, if I don't have an answer, I'll ask my guides on the spot. So the number, you just heard it, but I'll give it to you again, 816-251-3555. And one lucky caller is going to win my drawing because everybody that I talk to today, I'm entering your name on a little piece of paper. And at the end, I will randomly pick one and you will have your choice of one of my three online courses as a gift. So that'll be fun. So before I take the first caller, I just want to tell you it's really funny. I had to call GoDaddy the other day because I was having a challenge with one of the emails associated with my website. And their texts are always wonderful. But this young man answered and uh, and he said, now, what's the website we're dealing with? And I, I gave him the URL and he looks at it and he says, what is it you do? And I told him, well, I'm a medium and an author and uh, you might say a mystic and a spiritual teacher. And he and he paused and he said, you mean this stuff is really real? <laughs> I loved it. He said, there really is an afterlife. And I said, I can guarantee you there's an afterlife. And we got to chatting a little bit. And before you know it, we're talking more about the afterlife and the spirit world than we were about my computer problem. And I said, why don't you just start by going to YouTube and watching Messages of Hope, the documentary. And I told him how you can find it at the footer of the webpage, actually, under documentary. And he said, oh, my wife and I are always looking for movies to watch, so we're going to watch that. I just thought that was pretty funny. So you find people that are interested in this subject everywhere if you just uh, put it out there. So let's go straight to the callers. I have several waiting already. And Anne, I believe you've been waiting the longest. I'm going to bring you on the air. And there you go. Anne, how are you doing today? I'm good. Hi, Suzanne. It's been great listening to you. I just found you a few weeks ago. But I have a little story. So um, I've been on this spiritual journey for quite a long time. 
And I always had a real desire to feel energy and to sense things, see auras and all that, and really tap in. But I'm so left-brained, and I always doubted everything. It's like, is it me, or is am I making it up? Is it guidance, or is it fear? And I never was really able to tap in like I wanted to. And then the other part of the story, for years I've been always wanting to bring my soulmate, the love of my life, into my life. That was such a desire to have a real loving relationship. And about four years ago, um, he came into my life. And it was just a lot of miracles brought us together. We had such a sweet, loving, beautiful relationship. He was, you know, we were on the same spiritual journey and we traveled together. It was so happy. I hear you talk about you and Ty and I read your books and it's like yeah. that. Yeah. And then three months ago, suddenly he had a stroke and he died or oh transitioned. My. Three and, months. Yeah. And it was devastating. And so um, there again, I knew if I was going to connect with him because I really believed he was here, um, I would have to, you know, be able to tap into that and look. And I've been trying to see signs, but I never know if it's him or not you know you just see Mm -hmm. these things happen but nothing so one morning I was just feeling so sad and I said Kenny I really need you to send me something to listen to that would heal my heart Mm -hmm. and then I looked at my YouTube and there you were and it started to play and and you were talking about how left brain you were and you were in the military and you weren't a born medium and yet you're really content you know connecting to the spirit realm and that if you can do it, anyone can. And that just gave me hope. And it oh. just really drew me in. So I've been listening to you every day for hours. I've listened to a lot of your radio shows and reading your books. But um, I hear all these people talking about these incredible signs they yeah. see. You know, um, I just started that I'm Still Here book. And it's like everybody sees signs. So my question for you or Sanaya is, is he giving me signs that I don't see or is, am I not getting signs? Well, um, before I tap in, I can just tell you right now that three months is, is pretty soon to be across the veil. And there's no uh, set pattern. It's not that everybody immediately sends signs. There are some like my friend Brenda, who I talk about all the time, who was immediately connecting with people, but your, your partner had a sudden passing at a, human level, he might not have been expecting that at the soul level. The soul most likely knew that was going to happen. So he may still be in a period of adjustment. So I would definitely not give up hope. I'm seeing, I keep seeing a waggling hand from my guides. Now that usually means so, so, so I feel that he's, there we go. He's, he's trying, but not having a lot of success, success yet. I'm seeing Brenda right now, how she tried to send a bird as a sign to her son and they kind of control birds like remote control from across the veil. And she actually crash dived this poor bird that was, that flew behind the television set and was floundering around and I'm hearing laughter now. So it's just that I feel that Kenny is most likely working on it, but hasn't mastered it yet. So I wouldn't give up. And I love I the fact little bit. What's that? Go ahead. Go ahead. So I just you, love the ahead. fact that you asked him, you know, you right up said, send me something and you got the perfect thing. So it's a matter of recognizing, well, hey, was that from him? It, it didn't take a whole lot of effort to thing. guide you. Because I see coins uh, and I see my, you know, different things happen. But 
like you talk about, you want evidence. You want that. And it's interesting. I had dinner with someone yesterday, and she, and I said, I asked her a similar thing about the science, and she said, tomorrow you'll see, I think it's a bird, and it's out the back window of your um, bedroom. And she didn't wasn't really clear because she's new at this. And just mm-hmm. before I came in here to call you, my daughter has a tele, uh, there's a huge hawk sitting in the front of my house, mm-hmm. right in the, the middle of the street. <laughs> like, but it's, <laughs> now, see, this it's is one of those things like where that. those of us who get signs all the time are saying, okay, you got to realize this is how it works. Yeah. The other thing I do since this started, I, I used to journal on my laptop because I write, I type a lot faster than I write. So mm-hmm. every, almost every night I write to him and I tell him how I feel and what I'm going, you know, and I know right. he knows it because he's here. But right. then I sit still for a minute and if I get a word, I just start typing and I type Excellent. real fast, whatever's coming. And there again, but is that, is that him? Because he's a writer, you know. Um, mm-hmm. is well, that like him, I said, he's, you know? oh, I'm seeing that waggling hand again. So he, you know, you're just learning to walk this new path he's learning to communicate through just using consciousness instead of a voice box or hands so right. I, I you are doing things absolutely right i love that you're doing the writing with the focused intention you're setting a schedule and doing it regularly and then most importantly you're setting that time setting it aside to listen and the fact that you even get one word or two is wonderful now yeah, you and I both know we could make those up. The mind does put thoughts in our head. But just stay with that practice and you'll see that it transforms into more and more words. And you'll still question until oh, yeah, there will come a paragraphs. time. There, there <laughs> will come a time when you say, wait a minute, I didn't make that up. But what I would also encourage you and everybody else who's listening to do is start documenting documenting even the small signs that you think aren't really a sign. I do. And th- yeah, yeah, good. Then you'll be able to differentiate, and when you get the really big ones, there'll be no mistake. But a hawk sitting in the middle of the street when you were told there was a bird coming to you is a pretty good one. And (laughs) then you're going to combine it. It's going to come to this point where you just know. You'll get the goosebumps at the same time. Look for those because that is a physiological response that says this is it. I, I talk to him, too, and I ask him questions, and I get real quick answers. You know, I, it's not time for me to think about. But then again, I'm always questioning everything. We used to talk about that when he was here, how I always question and doubt myself. And so well, um, this is funny because you remind me so much of um, my friend Sandy, who calls in sometimes to the show. I'm sure she's listening and she, I should put the two of you together because she was a real tough nut to crack and, you know, just didn't want to believe, didn't want to believe. When you get those real quick replies that's usually them because it's so sudden mm-hmm. you didn't think about it. So uh, just keep setting the intention that you get information that you can't know. All right. Such as you might right. say, Kenny, tell me something about your daughter. Did you mention he had a daughter? That was your daughter. Okay. Mention, tell me something about here. someone yeah. in your life that I can connect with that I don't know and then see what happens. Well, that's a good idea. Yeah, And then I have one, one other question, okay, because everybody talks about these near-death experiences and some come back and some don't. And I just had a question. Did he, did he have a chance to heal his body and come back? Because he just was so happy and 
you know, I know he didn't really want to die because he had so much to do. He was just inspired to write a book about connecting with God and healing. And he never got to finish it. And so I kept I kept thinking, he's got to come back. You know, he's not going to. But he didn't. So do they what have I a hear, choice? What I hear is I tune into that. I don't sense him. And that, again, could be because he's so new across the veil, is he is where he is supposed to be. If they have that chance and they don't come back, we have to trust there's a reason. And right. if it could very well be that the body was so damaged that it would have been too much of a challenge to come back. Yeah. We don't, yeah. Pretty massive stroke. Okay. okay. Well, thank you so much. I'll let somebody ask questions. I'm going to be going to that serving spirit thing in the Monroe Institute. Oh, wonderful. Well, really then we'll have some good time to, to spend that. together, and I'll bet you get a good connection there by that time. Great. Hey, thank All right. You so much, thank Suzanne. you, Anne. All right. You take care. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. Okay. So that was wonderful. Oh, I know that's so challenging. And, and we have done quite a few shows where we've talked about signs. So just look through the archives. Any of you that are more interested in signs, I've had several that are specifically dedicated to signs from across the veil. And, and I completely get what Ann's talking about. I mean, if just a bird anywhere, that's not a sign. Or just seeing a butterfly, they're always timely. They come with a special feeling, and there's something unusual about that visit. So signs are just a great way our loved ones get through to us. So don't forget the number to call in, 816-251-3555. But meanwhile, we're going to move on to the next caller who's been waiting, and that's Rhonda. Welcome to the show. Oh, hi, Suzanne. Hey, how are you today? I'm great. Thanks. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I don't know. My question's maybe kind of edgy, but uh, thinking tonight <laughs> I might answer it. I just um, had a question about revelation in the Bible and just sort of her thoughts on that. If you know, this has just come up in some topics of conversation that I've had with people. Huh. What is the specific question? Well, I guess is it um, something that it is impending in our future. Okay. Now, I am not at all versed in the Bible. My lip just twitched from the guides. They said they're going to answer this in a way that's very open. Let me just ask them particularly. There's, oh, oh, they're saying that those who read it may find it very fear-based, and they're talking about the end of times and that our world is going to be around for quite some time because it is still continuing to serve its purposes. And let me see. They're simply saying to live our days now with no fear, to not worry about the future, but there are so many who have not yet learned to live in the present that you are missing the opportunities that are here to learn to deal with fear. Do not worry about your world coming crashing down Simply concern yourself with the main message in your Bible, and that is to love yourself and your brother with all your heart and soul. So that's what I'm getting. Not particularly specific, like they said. I'm not even familiar with it, but if it has to do with the end of times, then there's your answer. That's that's perfect. That that seems to always be the uh, the message that that comes back in the end is just to live with love. So, yeah, that's great. That's oh, what nice. I mean. Thank you so oh, much, Suzanne. You, you're welcome. I want to thank Sanaya for that because uh, yeah, I would not have known what to say. 
All right, you take care, Rhonda, and I entered you into the drawing, so uh, you would have to listen at the end to know if you won or not, all right? I will do that. Thanks okay. again. Thanks much, Suzanne. Great. Okay, you take care. Bye-bye. All right. You know, it's really funny to those of you who are working on honing your skills at tuning in intuitively. Anytime we do a reading, anytime you do a psychic reading uh, and somebody asks you a question, the very human response is, how do I know? Oh, my gosh, I can't answer that. And that's when it's so awesome to establish this really close relationship with your guides and trust them implicitly and know that just whatever is needed will come through when we just trust and get our own doubts out of the way. I love my team. Alrighty, let's move on now. But I do want to remind you, do not be shy and call in because I don't want to sit here and talk to myself. We have a couple more callers lined up, but uh, this is one of those shows where you don't wait in line forever. You actually get to be on the air live. So we have the next caller, and I see your name is J-U-N-D-A. I'm going to let you pronounce that for me. Junda. Junda. All right. Well, welcome to the show. Let me put your name on a drawing slip here. Junda, how are you today? Well, um, you know... Just getting by, I guess. Um, the question I guess I have is, uh, one time I went to a psychic and um, they told me that I had a guide and they told me their name. And I have, you know, periodically tried to, like, um, you know, really get in touch with that, you know, that person, that name. And it just doesn't seem to uh, be real to me you know mm-hmm, and i feel mm-hmm. like oh maybe i got the wrong name or um you know i i can't seem to really focus in on that that's a reality you know that yes. i can trust that and i'm yeah. just kind I of totally um, get that. <laughs> so as i tune in to to your energy and to this question What I got right off the bat is that, yes, somebody else gave you that name. And to me, guides' names are very personal. They tell me all the time that they don't really have names, that we get to know them by their energy, by their light. But they understand that we need names. But really, to get to know your guide, we don't need to know their name. We want to know how they feel. We want to be able to sense when they're around us. And your first, your answer to my question, how are you doing, when you said, just getting by, that to me is an indication that your guide can really help you to know that life is about so much more than just getting by. Your guide can help you find the joy in life that's underneath all of this human drama. My message today from Sanaya to all of us in the Daily Way, and any of you can find that at dailyway.org, dailyway.org, was all about the fact that we're here in human form living out our stories But it's like acting on a stage. Our souls are playing these roles. And Junda, you chose a role that clearly has some challenges with it. I can feel it in your your beautiful energy that's just a little bit dim because of whatever challenges you're facing. And you feel like you're just getting by. And Sanaya's message was, how often do you step off the stage and take a break? And that break is to go inward. And this applies to all of you listening now. How often do you set the drama aside? Do you set the role aside and truly get to know your soul, get to know your inner self? Have you found the ability 
to set aside the whole story and everything that's going on and realize that, wow, when I do that, when I am completely present, there's just this underlying peace. It's like, it's like set, stepping into a beautiful forest and suddenly all the noise of the city is gone and all the commotion is gone. And I can just sit here for, for a few moments and not worry about a thing. I mean, does that mean our problems go away? Well, actually, some of them do go away when we learn that our stories, our challenges, the role is all temporary, but we have this underlying foundation of peace to rely upon. And the more you take those regular breaks, then in that silence, you can suddenly start to notice this feeling of love that bubbles up. And then you can say, who's here with me? This morning, sitting in meditation, I felt my entire team reach out to me and wrap their arms around me. I actually cried with just the, the beauty of knowing that we are all that loved. And this kind of thing does not happen all the time. It's just these beautiful moments of grace when spirit allows us to know how loved we are, but we have to set that time aside. Now, Junda, it sounds like you're doing that. You are trying to get to know your guide, but I'd like you to to start by examining your story and how wrapped up in it you might be, how much it's weighing heavily on you, and say, I'm going to step off the stage and just bask in the peace. I don't know if you've ever listened to my Journey of Remembrance recording. Are you familiar with that? Um, I do have uh, one of your tapes um, uh, that I got from your um, thing at Unity Village. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what the name of it is. <laughs> okay. Well, specific. I have a lot of recordings. Specifically, the Journey of Remembrance is available on, I don't know if it's on iTunes. On Amazon, it probably is on iTunes, Journey of Remembrance. You can find a link to it on my website. And it is a beautiful guided experience of who we really are. And it's just filled with our natural innate essence of joy and peace and things that sometimes we don't feel enough of. And so sitting in that state of doing your best to remember who you really are, then just say, my guide, I would like to be aware of your presence. Don't even worry about a name. And I know you have more than one guide, at least five that I'm seeing the number five right now around you. But just my main guide, show me in some way how loved I am. Show me a sign that you're around. And you can ask for a specific sign. And, you know, just in that very moment say, you know, show me a sign of X, Y, Z, fill in the blank. And in most cases, your guide will have actually filled in that blank for you, although you may not realize it. And just taking baby steps like that to get to know your guide Maybe sooner or later say, what shall I call you? And then you might get a name. But what's most important is coming to trust that you're not alone, that they truly do love you so much that they're not going to let you stumble. But watching your own thoughts as well that say, I'm just getting by and saying, what is it I need to know to get to the point where I'm doing more than just getting by? I'm actually enjoying this role I'm playing. How does that sound? (laughs) Wow, it sounds really great. Um, yeah, thank you. I, I have um, Mind Food, uh, the training ground. Okay, but that's my Hemisync CD, the training ground. Well, yeah. that's an 
excellent way. One of my hemisync recordings, that's the first one. When you get in that expanded state and you shift your focus and merge with your guide by inviting them in to say, come now and let me feel you. In the final stage of experiencing that expanded state of awareness, that's when you would ask a question such as, what is it? that will help me to find the underlying joy that is always present, that kind of question. And you may not hear bells and whistles and get a big answer, but start with that, what I said about asking for a specific sign and just play with this instead of, uh, uh, instead of expecting answers and things right away, just be ready to dance with spirit. Okay. Yes. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. And I, I, I'd love if you reached out to me again in the future and just let me know how it's going, okay? I will. Thank you. All right. You take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. We're already down near the bottom of the hour. I'm. Let's see. Two and a half minutes? I'm going to go for it. I'm going to take Bill's call. Bill, if we get interrupted, we'll just wait till the end of the break and carry over. But how are you doing today? I'm doing fine, Suzanne. It's great to hear you. I just, on impulse, dialed in. I couldn't get this to come up on my computer, but then uh, dialed in on the phone and and, uh, and managed to get through there. Wonderful. Um, uh, I am a very happy student in your Sacred Journey of Mediumship class, and this whole theme of dancing with the Spirit is, is wonderful. Um, I kind of feel like I am... Um, uh, I play jazz music, and I feel like I'm in an improvisation in a group and in that you know you you just go forward you just go with it even though you have no idea what the others are going to be playing at least (laughs) beyond a structure and and that's kind there's a you do it fearlessly it's kind of a you know the power of surrender is in is in dropping the ballast of uh, of the anger, you know. Like I or, love it. You totally relate to fear. this, Bill. I just I just pull. I want to get to your question in a minute, but just for everybody's benefit, you, I pulled my flute out of its case the other day. I haven't had it out for years, and in the past, when I've tried to improvise by playing along with the radio, ooh, if I didn't hit all the notes right, I would think it was terrible. It sounded awful. And now no. I've learned to let spirit guide me as I improvise, and no. I close my eyes and I move around the living room and I play. And if I if I hit a a note it's not necessarily wrong it just leads me to trip up or down into another note and so it's it really is just what you're saying you're you're just you're just exploring different harmonies that's all you're doing and you know remember Thelonious Monk said there are no wrong notes in jazz and (laughs) Miles Davis said the only mistake is in believing you can make a mistake and I think it's beautiful anyway so um uh, you know what right now Bill, yep. hang on. We're going to get cut off in 20 seconds, so this is great. Don't ask your question. You're, I'm going to leave okay. all of us in suspense to find out what your question is. <laughs> Do, can you hang on the line for three minutes while I, we go to a break? I will hang on the line, yes. Uh-huh. Okay, great. Thank so, you. everybody, I want you to come back, and you'll have a chance to call in yourself, 816-251-3555. Don't go away. We'll be back in three minutes. Hi, I'm Rev. Linda Martella-Witsett with Silent Unity. 
reminding you that we are here for you during the holidays to support you with affirmative prayer and inspiration. From all of us at Silent Unity, we wish you a beautiful and blessed holiday season. Welcome back. You're listening to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Yay, it's first Thursday of the month. We've been answering questions today, and I have had to rely on my team to answer some of them already. And we have had Bill on hold here. Bill, thanks for your patience. So we were talking about jazz music and improvising. So... Do you actually nope, have nope. a question after before I do? I actually off? have a question. I have a question. I'm going to tell you one thing first, though. Okay. That is, you look up Herbie Mann yeah. playing Memphis Underground. You look up that track, and you will be able to play along with it. It is a perfect starting point. Now, cool. my okay, Herbie Mann, Memphis Underground. Okay. Now, my what my current I guess project, if you will, is. I'm trying to connect with my guides. There was an exercise either in one of the deepening practices or on your website. I I can't remember where I saw it, but it was uh, in meditation, connecting with with, uh, guides. And and so, you know, I kind of begin the guy, you know, the day saying, um, okay, uh, invitation's open. Anytime you're ready, just drop in (laughs) and, uh, and then go into meditation. Um, I'm wondering if you have any suggestions for for trying to connect i mean basically keep going keep doing it keep on keeping on keep on meditating keep on practicing yes i would ask them to start talking to you more audibly as your thoughts through your thoughts and then you'll have to work on knowing that they're not your thoughts that they are coming from your guides tell them to speak to you actually conversationally so they'll actually address you as you I converse okay. with my guides right. that way all the time. So you'll say, okay, okay, whoever you are, until I get a name, if I need a name, you know, what advice do you have for me? And you'll actually hear the thought, you will, or we advise you to, that kind of thing. Yes. So ask for that. And then trust when okay. you get it that you're not making it up, just like we were saying to, to Junda earlier. And yes. let me see what else they have to advise there. Oh, just like uh, you – if you saw my class yesterday, and many of you aren't in my class, but um, I've talked uh-huh. about the fact that I have this little reminder. I wear a ring that reminds me to check in with the team. Just throughout the day, oh, and you're, yeah. you may be doing this already, just check in and say, is there anything I need to know right now? And just see what comes into okay. your mind. Just see right. what falls in. And just you maintain that open channel, and they'll start filling in the blanks. Okay. All right. Very good. Wonderful. Well, thank you very much. That's, that's something I can do immediately. And, you know, it's really oh. funny, Bill, you, when you talked about the dance with spirit, you reminded me of something that I do in my workshop sometimes. I pull a man up on the platform from the audience, and I ask him if he's used to dancing. And he says, sure, you know, slow dancing with a woman. Mm-hmm. And then I say, well, let's try something. Do you mind slow dancing with me? He says, no. And I say, okay, but I'm going to lead now because most men are used to leading. And I'm not oh, yeah. used to leading mm-hmm. and dancing. But it's really funny because they have to pause and wait and see where I'm going to step. And I'm stepping all over the place because I'm not actually following any dance steps and the point is that when we work with spirit we do have to learn to follow and the way we do that is by taking a step pausing listen take a step pause notice and I do that literally as I'm walking across my living room sometime I'll take a step and I'll pause anything I need to know take a step is there anything I should do differently in this moment 
pause, listen. And it's literally dancing with spirit. I have fun with it. And sometimes it leads to some really very cool experiences. Yes. Okay. Wonderful. Great talking with you you as always. You're welcome. Great talking with you too. Thank you so much. All righty. Have a wonderful day. You too. Bye-bye. Great. Well, we're going to move right along to the next caller, and that would be Lois. You're on the air, and I'm entering your name in my drawing before I forget. <laughs> Hi, Suzanne. Can you hear me? I sure do. You're on the air. How fun is that? Great. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it's so great to talk to you. Um, I, too, am a student in your most recent online course, and I cannot express how much this course has done for me. Um, every Wednesday when I would log on, even now I'm getting emotional, um, huh. just because I just felt such a connection with everybody and everything, and this is still new to me. I still feel like I'm in my infancy of, you know, mediumship. But a Baby um, medium, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, very much so. Um, but it really came at a perfect time in my life, too. I just, um, but of course it did. Um, yes so I I just um, I'm still learning still trying to uh, grasp the fact that I am really make you know this is really happening for me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, so like uh, one question to put in perspective would be um, when I I awoke um, from what I thought was kind of a dream state of about a week ago, we were at my son's in Montana and um, for Thanksgiving. But uh, when I woke up, I just, it was like I had had a visit from just an old acquaintance who had passed a couple years ago. I lived and worked in a very small community, so everybody knew everybody. So it wasn't like mm-hmm. it was a close friend, but mm-hmm. there he was. And, um, and I just, I felt like he was trying to, you know, relay something to me, possibly about his son. And again, I'm not very close to these people or anything, but I still I wake up and think, why did why did Dean come to me? Why did he? Okay, know? well that um, that happens so often. And here's the very simple answer, Lois. It's because you have opened yourself up and opened your heart to the spirit world. You've dedicated the time and your love to doing this. You've turned up your light, and you are radiating that green light to the spirit world, saying, "Here I am. Use me. I'm here for you." And the easiest way for them clearly right now because they did it was to come to you through a dream and why would he come to you because there's that link you know them and there's probably nobody else in his immediate family right now who has Mm -hmm. that green light turned on to the spirit world so just the mere fact that you had that knowing and that thought this is this could this could be a visit it's very solid it's a different feel to it honor that and uh and diplomatically get the message across to his family and yeah what to do with it you know do i approach them do i check on them do i you know i mean i'm I'm okay so i'm going to ask you what is your heart telling you right now i um i never see them i don't have much contact with them at all so i i'm not sure how to check up on them you know? But does your heart say, um, is there a nudging inside that says, I really should follow up on this? I really feel like that's what I'm supposed I, to do? I kind of have that feeling, yes. Okay, then you have to trust that 
that that young man okay. is going to make that really easy for you to do. You're going to find just the right person okay. that knows how to connect you. You're going to, it's going to be very easy to connect with them. And when you do just put it in terms that, Hey, I'm really new at this, but I've been experimenting and, and working on helping people to find healing and comfort by connecting with loved ones. I truly believe this is real. And I truly feel that I had a visit for your son and here's the message that he had to give. And hopefully it's well received, but if it isn't, you delivered right. the message and you know, in your heart, you did what you were guided to do okay well thank you i appreciate it and again i'm so i was so sad that our class ended yesterday but i'm so looking forward to what's next yeah well you know there is thank another 15 week course coming I up do. and so for i do for the, yes i can't yeah. wait to find out about that Goody. Well, those of you who don't know what she and Bill are talking about, I am teaching a class with the Shift Network and uh, I'm doing a one-hour talk about mediumship December 12th, uh, just to talk about mediumship in general and to introduce that course for anybody that wants more details. So you can find out about that on the banner right across the top of my website, SuzanneGiesman.com, and just sign up for that introductory thing. And you'll find out why everybody's been having such a great time because really the energy's off the charts. Mm. All right. Thank you so much, Lois. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Roseanne, thank you for your patience. We'll move right on to you, and I'll enter your name in my drawing before I forget. All right. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Suzanne. How are you? Oh, excellent. My energy is just soaring. Once I connect with all of you, I can feel the love, and it just is returned. Trust me. Love it. Love it. Well, I woke up during the night, um, and it was really still and quiet, and a question bubbled up, and I thought, I thought um, is this what it's like in the afterlife when spirits aren't creating? Is it quiet and still? Like, I know they, they use thought to create, and they think things like concerts or beautiful places, but do they, what, what about in between creating or or are they always creating? Um, Ooh, you, your question sense? took my breath away. It's actually Sanaya that takes my breath away when they say, we've got this one. <laughs> oh, well, I knew. And then I, my next thought was, I'm supposed to ask Suzanne today. I knew it. That's beautiful. <laughs> okay. So okay. right away, what comes in, let me just let them speak. This state of peace that you were able to access is ever present for all, no matter which side of the veil you find yourself on. This underlying state of non-doing, of pure being, of pure isness. this is love. This is the lack of separation. This is your true nature. This is accessible at any time, anywhere. In the spirit world, there is no time, there is nowhere, there is only here. When you can learn to access here, here and now, then you have brought heaven to earth. But in answer to your specific question, yes, this is the underlying state that becomes instantly and readily apparent and available to all who cross the veil. They suddenly know that this peace was available to them and all they needed to do was set aside the story. In the spirit world, the story continues if they choose, but by merely setting it aside, they can decide in this moment here, this moment now, do I wish to create or simply rest in this bliss? Know that heaven is here always and you exist in that state and can access it at any time. Whoa. Yeah, I've got still head to toe. 
you took my breath away. Uh, they did. Oh, Thanks. awesome. Thank you for asking that. Thank you for giving me that chance because anytime they step in like that, it's just this instant high. And that's available yeah. to all of you to learn to do that. Yeah. Somebody mentioned my Hemisync CD, The Training Ground. That's how I got to this point, by training myself to access that, that expanded state that's just another side of us, another aspect of us as consciousness and expression. So thank you, Roseanne. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. All righty. We have a couple more callers on the line. I know I can get to you. Probably have time for one or two more if anybody wants to call in, 816-251-3555, and ask your questions and enter the drawing. For now, we're going to move on to Aaron. Welcome to the show. Hi. How are you? Hi. <laughs> I'm well. <laughs> How do you answer that question today? Uh, yeah, usually okay. Um, I'm trying to get better at that. Uh, so, um, yeah, the, what was uh, amazing to me, because I also am a, a, a student of your sacred call of mediumship, so oh, cool. uh, it must be a theme today. <laughs> it's wonderful. Yeah. So, um, but what happened was yesterday, I, I, it's kind of a twofold uh, question. I initially started out with one question, but now I have two. Um, was yesterday, um, I think I'm opening up more to uh, like the spirit world as far as, um, you know, getting things because yesterday we actually went to a, an event with Suzanne Northrup and uh, Thomas John, and I brought my whole family with me and I said, let's go do this. And, uh, it's funny, there were three things that I brought up prior to um, this event that uh, actually came up during, we actually got a reading from both of them, mm -hmm. uh, and the information came up during the readings, and Very I was like, cool. wow. That shows us yeah. the web that we're part of, we're just all connected, that consciousness, we yeah. are this, Yeah. Oh yeah, it was an awesome experience because I glad I'm glad I opened my mouth because you know if I hadn't then it would have not have been validated. Validated, yeah. So yeah. you have a question so. today? Yes. Uh, the question I had was, um, you know, my husband and I are actually uh, now starting to talk about retirement, and um, so we were actually considering. Uh, Don't say anything for a second. The second you started talking, I heard Arizona. Have you guys been talking about Arizona? Uh, well, we, we were talking about uh, someplace out west. Um, Arizona was one of our considerations, of course, not in the hot spot. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we were also thinking about uh, South Carolina. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we're going to be at the uh, Helping Parents Heal Conference uh, next April. We're actually oh, going to get there a few days early. Yeah, we're going to end up uh, end up there on my birthday. Um, oh, which is the Sunday, Sunday, it's the 13th anyway. And um, so we we thought about venturing around looking for a place because we were thinking about doing an RVing type of retirement. <laughs> and uh, just wondering if you had any suggestions for campgrounds that, you know, take uh, people for half halfway through the year. Well, that's a funny question to ask on the radio show. I do have suggestions, and my suggestion right now is to email me offline, and I'll fill you in. Cause, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, because we actually moved to South Carolina, and we, as you know, spend half the year RVing, so we can help you out with that for sure. All right, wonderful. But I do see Arizona in your future, even if it's just uh, for the winter months. 
Huh, how about that? Oh, wow. That's cool. All okay, right. Thank cool. you very much. All right. You can reach me through the website. All right, Erin? All right. Will do. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. So let's see. I have one other caller on the line, but it says, don't answer. Hey, my engineer, does that mean she doesn't want to ask a question? Okay. All right. So I don't have any callers on the lines. I need somebody to call in. Otherwise, you're going to be listening to me blabbing for 10 minutes, which I can certainly do. In fact, I have a question here while I'm waiting for one of you to call in. And it was submitted by somebody by email. So I'm going to pull it up right here. She says, my question is about the law of attraction. If a child is abused from an early age and nothing can happen to you if you don't attract it yourself, where and when did the child pick it up? Is it from the mother or has the soul planted it there in order to have an opportunity to grow? And this um, person apologized for the heavy question, and certainly it is. But this all, whoops, there goes my breath again. So Sanaya wants to answer this one. So we need to be aware that the law of attraction, what did she say specifically? Nothing can happen to you if you don't attract it. They're telling me right now to make sure we all understand, not so specific. We don't specifically ask to be abused. We may specifically need lessons in certain issues or topics, and those can come about in small ways or big ways. They assure us that it we can trust that the soul does come here for certain specific lessons such as trust or patience, but that no one is sent to be abused or to be an abuser. These again are human free will gone awry. It is known though that by being in certain families, you're matched up with some who have a propensity to not know unconditional love as much as others. And so challenges are very likely, but we don't attract that to ourselves, certainly not children specifically. I hope that's very helpful to all of you to understand that. The law of attraction is, mm, that's a sticky thing, isn't it? Let me tune in a second here for that. They're telling me that mostly it's focusing on our thoughts and manifesting and that certainly if our thoughts are fear-filled, we will draw to ourselves more experiences that are fear-filled. But again, nothing specific like abuse. So that's, uh, that is a heavy one. I have, let's see, Gary on the line. Hopefully not quite so heavy a question, but they're all worthy. Gary, thanks for calling in. Yes, thank you. Um, I have a quick question here. Um, I can, I, um, I, I have um, spirit guides, and I, I'm very close with Archangel Raphael. Nice. Now, how do I know when I get a sign or a sensation that it's either my guides or an angel, like my guardian angel? How, how would I know the difference? Okay. Will you sit? This is great because it does apply to everybody. You sit in with intention. You say, I need to know this is you specifically. For example, uh, Raphael, I don't know my angels very well, but you might see a trumpet. I don't know if Raphael has a trumpet, but uh, can you can you tell me anything specifically? Raphael is the healer. Is that right? Well, he, he's the healer. Um, mm -hmm. And I do some, um, I do some healing myself and I ask him to help me. 
Um, mm-hmm. But he also is helpful for travel, and he I talk to him every time I'm driving in the car. He helps me get into parking places, just miss <laughs> all the bad traffic. It's unbelievable how that happens. Um, okay, okay. But, so do um, you know when Raphael has stepped in versus other guides? Well, he helps me a lot in, like I said, in travel. And mm-hmm. um, I, when I do some healing, I um, distance healing, I ask him to help me as well. But, okay. I, um, but, but my guides, when they come, my whole body just tingles. I can tell that they're, that they're there. Okay, so what I'm not specifically? Sure if it could be an angel too causing that. Okay, do you know what I found, Gary? Is that sometimes it doesn't really matter to me. It's just they're here to help, and why do I need to specifically identify who's helping me? I just open up my heart and I say, "Thank you so much for being here." They're doing a great job of giving you that physical validation with the the chills, yeah. the goosebumps. They're helping you with what you need. Just open your heart and send gratitude. And if it's meant to be clear, you'll get it. But otherwise, it really is one consciousness, one mind, one heart, one source, one God. So just send appreciation inward and outward and accept what comes. Yeah, I do that. I, I think you're right. But I should do. Okay, Beautiful. thank you so much. Okay, you're welcome. Thanks for calling. Okay, Already. Let's see. I think I might be able to get to the next two just in time. Janet, you're on the line. You're on the air. Go ahead. Hello? Hi, Janet. How are you doing? Hi. How are you? Um, I have a question for you. Um, I have lost a loved one, and I have been doing your hemisync meditation, which has been wonderful. Absolutely wonderful, and I have definitely been, you know, journeying like into the spirit, having experiences. My question to you is, how do you tell the difference between like a soulmate, a twin flame, when you have such a strong love connection to someone? You mean specifically between a soulmate and a twin flame? I don't know the difference. Oh, I wouldn't necessarily know the difference either <laughs> let me ask Sanaya uh okay so Sanaya says that soulmates are not just love interests they can be soulmates that are just somebody in your life oh I'm thinking of one right now and she knows who it is who is just we're there for me and I'm there for her and we just that we're there for each other when we need it and you know that at a soul level, you made a contract to be here and help each other through these challenges. So that's a soulmate, not necessarily love interest. Uh, I'm being told that a twin flame can also be someone other than a love interest, but it's a higher order is the word that Sanaya is using right now of the same light being. So if you see a hierarchy of consciousness from human to soul to light being to source, just like that, that's really simplifying things. One light being may fracture into several souls that come from the same light being. That would be a twin flame, whereas two individual souls would come from two separate light beings. But my guides don't even like me using this word separate because it's just one light that's dancing around and materializing and bubbling up as different expressions of itself. So really, it's just a knowing and an appreciation that we're so alike. This is a love that can't be explained any other way than that we come from the same light. But ultimately, all of us do. So if we can just learn to set aside our human need and desire to to put everything into a nice, neat little box and just love each other to pieces, 
then we'll be fine. How's that well, sound? Well, that's what that confirms one thing that I experienced, and you know, and being you know, in the spirit was a light, and it split into two, and so that was one thing that I did experience. Awesome. Okay. Well, I hope that answer was helpful to you and everybody else. All right. Thank you All right. very much. You take nice care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'm going to take the very last caller, and that would be Deborah. I hope I have time to answer your question. So you're on the air. Oh, is that, is that me? That's you. Hi. Oh, thank you. Suzanne, does everybody have the ability to connect with their guides? Because I feel like a total failure in this area. Uh. And um, part two of that is I have a strong inner knowing and I have always had that. Is that, would that, is, is that coming from my guides? Oh, that strong inner knowing is the way they do connect with you. My alarm's going off to remind me to do the drawings. I'm holding this in my hand right now. Um, <laughs> absolutely. Everybody in some way connects with their guides absolutely at the soul level. So how that filters through to human consciousness is going to be different for each of us. Just keep that intention, keep that belief that it's possible and open up to the many beautiful ways in which your guides can get through to you. And it could just be God winks like awesome synchronicities. For some people, it's going to be a conversation like I have, but for others like you, Deborah, it's just going to be this knowing. So honor that. And when you have these beautiful experiences and it turns into making your life flow better, then just send gratitude to your team and say, thank you for being here for me. Keep it going. Oh, thank you. Thanks okay. for the clarification. I appreciate You're it. You're so welcome. All right, everybody, that comes to the end of the show. I'm going to just do my drawing here. Trust me, I have all the pieces of paper upside down. I'm sorting through them right now. Now I'm closing my eyes, and the guides say that's the one right there. I'm turning it over, and it's Lois. Lois, go to my website, contact me through the email, and tell me which of my three online courses you want. Go to SuzanneGeesman.com, and I will send you that one as a gift and a thank you for being on the show. But I thank everybody. I hope all of you listening heard exactly what you needed to hear. I thank you for the love you brought to this field of energy we shared today because I certainly felt it. And I hope you're feeling awesome as well. I love you all and I hope to chat with you next week. Take care. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page, and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa One, to get that information. I answer audience questions, and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively, part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network, and wherever you get your podcasts.